Hi guys, Coach V here. Welcome to another episode of Transformative Talk with Coach V. I am your host, Coach Vanessa Green. I thank you so much for joining me on today um, as we um, continue this journey into um, transforming the way that we talk, the way that we think, and ultimately the way that we show up in the world. Um, I appreciate you continuing to uh, walk with me on this journey. Um, I appreciate you listening, sharing with your friends. Um, I hope that you even have gotten a copy of the Transformative Talk with Coach V podcast journal that you can find on Amazon uh, and get you a copy and you can make all of your notes Uh, For every podcast episode, you can use it even as a journal um, as you take down the transformative thoughts every week and make those journaling prompts, write down your prayer requests, all of those things you can do through that um, or with that um, journal. So grab a copy on Amazon today. Let it be something that you also share with others. Be a blessing. Uh, Send them to this podcast. Um, We are expanding and growing where we are able to share the podcast on many other platforms. And so this has been an incredible time and an incredible blessing. And so we're going to jump right into this week's topic. So I hope that if you don't have the journal, you've got something to write with, you've got um, a pen, and you're ready to dig in. So let's go. This week, we are going to talk about accountability. Um, This is a word that I know that we have heard for the last couple of years, probably um, more than we have ever heard it before. Uh, when we talk about uh, accountability, having accountability partners, um, having someone hold you accountable. Um, and so I wanted to talk about it today because I think it's a very important part of life. And I think that it's a very necessary part of life, whether we realize it or not, uh, even if we don't have a formal accountability partner or someone to hold us accountable, um, it still very much exists. Um, the thing that I realized as I was preparing for this, uh, this episode was that there are people that watch our journey, right? They watch everything that we do. Um, they listen to everything that we say. Um, even though we may not have a formal relationship with them, or we may have a relationship with them. They are very much watching everything that we do. They're paying attention to how we deal with situations, how we treat people, how we interact with people, the whole nine yards. They are very, very mindful of that. And it's helping them to make a decision as to how they're going to operate in life, how they're going to think, how they're going to talk, how they're going to treat other people, what type of example they're going to set for others. And so it just goes on and on. And so it's that's a level of accountability, whether we realize it or not. And so I think it's very important that we have the proper perspective, because sometimes if we're not careful, we look at accountability as a burden, as a opposed to it being a really huge blessing um, and an opportunity 
to have such great impact and influence on other individuals. Um, even if we um, are in a, a position where, you know, we're pretty good at making good, solid decisions and, um, you know, are operating from a very sound place, it doesn't hurt to have others hold you accountable. I oftentimes when I um, am making decisions or even going through something um, in my life, I often think about those that I respect, those that I look up to, those that I hold in high regard. What would they think or what would they say? And nine times out of 10, I can already hear in my in my mind exactly what they would say. I know how they would handle the situation. And so I feel that level of accountability that if I do anything contrary to that, then I'm not holding myself up to that standard. I'm not holding myself in that regard. I'm not I'm not um, having that same standard for my life. And so I'm always really aware of that. And I'm grateful for that, because when we talk about, you know, being accountable, we talk about having to give a, an account um, having to answer for our actions, our behaviors, our attitude, our mindset. Um, that's so important. We have to give an account when we meet Jesus. We're going to have to give an account for everything that we've done, how we treated or mistreated people. Um, when we think about the definition of uh, uh, being accountable, um, it's the one who must meet an obligation or suffer the consequences for failing to do so. I love that. Um, I also love looking in the thesaurus when I look at um, look at words and the definition of words. And it's so very true that when we are um, being held accountable, we're obligated to meet. An, uh, um, we're, we're obligated to, to meet um, that need. Um, we, we need to meet that obligation, honor that obligation. And our failing to do so means that we will suffer a consequence for that. Our disobedience, us not being willing to make the time um, for a person or make that sacrifice for something in particular, uh, that's going to cause us to suffer a consequence. One example that I can think of is say that we want to get healthy. We want to lose weight. We want to have a healthier lifestyle. We want to, you know, take better care of our bodies. So that means that we have to make a sacrifice. That means we have to, you know, exercise. We have to not eat the the sweets and, and, and the junk food that we may like. You know, we have to drink more water. And so there's a level of accountability. I know that um, when I was in a season where I was really committed and dedicated to work and I posted it every day. It wasn't because I wanted the the likes or the comments or the compliments. It was because I wanted to be held accountable to maintain this momentum that I had going for myself and hopefully in exchange inspire, motivate someone else to maybe spend some time taking care of their own temple. And I hope that that makes sense. And that is a blessing to you. Um, you know, that's an accountability um, that I, that I um, put forth because me failing to make that decision to take care of my body, take care of my, my temple, God's temple, 
take care of my health means that there's a consequence that I'll suffer later. I can suffer from diabetes, having, you know, heart trouble, having difficulty breathing, not being able to have, you know, the stamina and endurance to do the things that God has called me to do. And ultimately, that's really what it's about is being able to do the work that God has put in my hands to do. I have to be of good physical condition and physical health to be able to handle the 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 things that the the fiery darts that may come my way I have to be in good physical health when I have to deal with the attacks of the enemy when the when the enemy attacks my body with sickness I have to be in a healthy uh, place so that I can ward off that sickness so I have to take care of myself so I have to be uh, accountable or I will suffer the consequences I'll be sick I'll be in the bed I'll be tired I won't want to do this I won't want to do that because I'm not taking care of myself so there's a level of accountability that we all um, must um, we must be held to there's a standard anything else anything less to me is irresponsible and I just don't feel that we get to go through life um, in such an irresponsible way so now we're going to talk about how do we get to a place that we don't want to be held accountable that we feel that accountability is this horrible word um, where we feel like it's just too much. How do we get to that point? Um, And so here are some things that God shared with me when it comes to this. The first thing that he shared with me is that we don't like being held accountable point blank period we just don't want that obligation we don't want that responsibility um we just don't want it so we don't want to be held accountable we're fine with the fact that we just don't want to be we just don't want to um we we like to do what we want when we want how we want to do it we still like feeding the flesh um we still like being in the world and of the world um, we, we, and we justify it somehow. Um, we, we, we come up with reasons, but we justify it. Uh, but we just don't want the responsibility. We, we don't, we just don't. Um, and it's for whatever it's, it's, I'm sure for various reasons. And we'll talk about that more as we go along in this episode. But the first thing is I, I just, um, as God shared it with me is that we just don't want to be held accountable. We like the life that we live. We like um, the bare minimum. We like, we just like where we are. And it doesn't require us to come up to a higher standard. It doesn't require us to do anything extra, do do work, um, really show up in a different way, be present in a different way. It's just not something that's required. We just don't have to worry about that. Um, and so it leads me to my next thing actually is God is just sharing with me, you know, a lot of the reason that we don't want to be held to a standard is because we were never taught what a standard was. We were never taught 
what a standard looks like, what that's supposed to, you know, look like. We were that was never demonstrated for us. There was no example. We didn't have a person to show us what it was to be um, accountable to other people. We may have seen someone be responsible, but I think that's more in the sense of I take care of my family. The bills are paid. Food is on the table. Roof over the head. Running water. Clothes on the back. You know, those are the needs that are requirements. You know. Uh, But going above and beyond that, spending quality time, sowing seeds, uh, your words, your gifts and talents, it's not always financial. We just don't want that responsibility. And if we were not taught that responsibility, then that takes it to a different level, because then that's how, you know, we we end up missing out on not only um, being blessed, but then it it diminishes our ability to be a blessing to other individuals. So the other side of that coin is that we were not taught what it is to be responsible or to have that type of responsibility. Um, And, and it could be because, you know, our parents weren't taught by their parents. It could be a generational thing. Um, The next thing that God shared with me, uh, when it comes to accountability, we oftentimes may be concerned with uh, being judged. We feel as if we're being judged. And for some people that uh, may not have the, the, the correct heart posture, they could very well be sitting there judging, sitting back, nudging, talking, side talking. Um, backbiting, gossiping. Absolutely, it will happen. It's going to happen. Uh, It probably is happening. um, And it will always happen. There will always have there will always be someone that will have something to say about what you are doing. Um, There is going to always be a critic. There is going to always be the one person that is the the judge, jury and executioner. There is always going to be a person that has an opinion about your life and what they think that you should or should not be doing, that they are going to approve or not going to approve of what you're doing, how you could do it differently, how you could do it better. There's going to always be somebody that is hot on your trail and on your tail about the things that you're doing. And could it be that part of that is that they may be a little bit envious of the gift of the anointing of the call on your life because they see it you may not but they see it and so they do sit in that seat of judgment and self-righteousness and because we don't want to be sitting before them in that seat that other seat um, we don't want to be held accountable so we just you know fly under the radar again we do the bare minimum if we do anything at all because we feel as if we're being judged and if it's, if it's happened to us before where we've been in a position where we have been judged, uh, where we've had people, you know, inflect uh, their um, or, or or try to push their opinion or what they think that we should do, if we've experienced that, of course, it absolutely makes us weary. It makes us very leery also of the fact that, you know, now we want to stand up and say, look, this is me unapologetically, boldly me. It doesn't matter what you think or what you say or what your opinion is. This is who I am and this is what I stand for. And we need more of that than people walking in the spirit of fear of worrying about being judged at the end of the day people human beings do not have a heaven or hell to put you in and so the only person that we should be concerned about when it comes to that is knowing that we are accountable to God 
that is the ultimate what other people and what other people say what other people think their opinions are absolutely none of my business amen amen um the next thing that god shared with me as far as how we got to a place of why we don't want to be held accountable is that we view all feedback as negative or as if it's a personal attack um and i've experienced this a lot in just being in in an effort to offer feedback to other individuals um they take it as a personal attack they they get very offended Um, And so it's not received in the way that I am delivering it. And I work very hard to um, be very careful with my words, be very mindful of what I say. I'm very mindful to be sensitive, compassionate and empathetic when I speak to others because I don't want to offend. I don't want to hurt people's feelings because they may act. They may really be sensitive. There really may be something that they're dealing with. They may really feel convicted knowing that what I'm saying is true. But instead of saying, you know what, you're absolutely right. I need to work on that. This is an area that I'm working to improve in. Please be in prayer with me as I, you know, God continues to do a work on the inside of me concerning this. They go the opposite and they flip and they make you feel like you're the one that's wrong. That's where the gaslighting comes in, especially the spiritual gaslighting. So we're not able to accept that constructive um, feedback that can edify and build up. They view it as being torn down. And actually, I believe based on the reactions that I have gotten from individuals that I have tried to have conversations with, they're offended because they know that it's true. And it's an area that's sensitive for them because it's an area that they have not dealt with and healed. What they do is they cover it up with a big bandaid and bravado ego. They come out of the corner strong, lunging at you, ready to attack, ready to, you know, take your head off. And it doesn't even call for that. But that is what makes you back up off of them. So that's why they do it in the way that they do it. So we have to be mindful that when we are, in fact, holding a person accountable in that way, uh, desiring to have a constructive, fruitful, productive conversation with them, that we have to be mindful that they may not uh, be in a place to accept it as positive feedback, but they, in fact, take it as a personal attack or as something negative. And it's not. And you can spend all your time until you are blue in the face trying to let them know that is not the fact that is not the case but they're going to take it that way and so you go into the conversation you go into it knowing that that may be the case but you go forth anyway as long as you're speaking from a place of love and it's the love of God that is in your heart and God is absolutely orchestrating your words in the conversation that God is in the conversation that there is no malice intent behind what you are saying your heart is pure towards the person then you go forth if they are offended you can apologize but then you have to move on Amen. The last thing that God shared with me concerning this is that, you know, we just make excuses. 
let's just be honest. We say we're not qualified. We base it on positions and titles and, and who's this and who's close to this and what organization they're in and oh, they're this and oh, they're that. And we don't want to be held accountable because it's easy because we're saying, oh, I'm not good enough for that. So I'm not going to rise up to that standard. Oh, I'm not in that. I'm not in that, uh, that click of people. Um, and so I'm not going to be, I'm not going to try to do any better. I'm not going to, you know, bother myself with trying to be better in this area because I'm not in the cool kids club, as I call it. Um, I'm not going to, um, put forth the effort, extra effort and sacrifice and show up a little bit earlier and serve in this capacity because I don't have a title behind my name. That's all foolishness and craziness, okay? We are here to serve and to serve to the best of our ability so that God is pleased with our lives because remember, he is the ultimate judge. And so if there is something that we can do um, that will make life a little bit easier for another person and be a blessing to them and edify their spirit and absolutely glorify God, then we need to be about that above all else above everything else because we're being held accountable for that we're being held to a standard we are obligated to do that and anything less than that is irresponsible Phew. okay let's take a deep breath that was a lot to swallow but as the holy spirit speaks as i'm going through these points i have to just flow with him so i'll never apologize for that and we have a lot of scripture that we're gonna back up some of these things with and so let's dive into our transformative thought for the week so that we can get to some of these good scriptures and talk about them for a little bit uh, as we go through our transformative um, truths so our transformative thought for the week is this I am obligated to show up for myself and for those who I have influence over I am obligated to show up for myself and for those who I have influence over. Anything less is irresponsible. Anything less is irresponsible. And so we have to just be mindful that... Um, you know, we, we'll sit back and we talk about how irresponsible a person is or what they're doing, da, 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 da. Uh, but the same, the same standard that we try to hold others to is the same standard that we need to hold ourselves to. Point blank period. There, there are no exceptions. There are no exemptions. We don't get to get away, you know, get, a, get, um, get away with something um, as if it doesn't apply to us. It applies to us. And so we need to recognize and accept the responsibility. Anything else is irresponsible. Anything else is calling us to, um, it's, it, it will be called into question. Maybe not by individuals, maybe not by people, but God is absolutely watching. And here's the thing that I really want you to be mindful of, which really always blows my mind when I think about this. God already knew whether you were going to allow yourself to be held accountable. God already knew whether you were going to step up and show up in that moment and be accountable, that you were going to be responsible, that you were going to take that obligation and take it seriously and do it to the best of your ability. He already knew that. And so... When it manifests itself 
it's of no surprise to a person. And listen, let me tell you, yes, it's going to be inconvenient. Yes, it is going to absolutely be uncomfortable sometimes. That's just the truth. That's just the fact of the matter. It That's just what it is. That is just what it is. I need you to hear me and understand and understand well when I say this. It's going to inconvenience you. It is going to be uncomfortable. It is going to be something that you are absolutely teetotally not going to want to do. But the fact of the matter is, is that you do not want to miss an opportunity to be a blessing and ultimately bless yourself. When I am challenged to do something that in my flesh I don't want to do, the fact that I do it even though God and I are having this conversation, like I really don't want to do this and you know, I don't when I obey him and I do it, I feel so much better. One, because I know that I was obedient, whether the person is receptive or open to it is not my issue. I obeyed God. That's all I care about at that point. That's all that, um, is, um, important at that moment I obeyed him and so I have great satisfaction in knowing that even though it was outside of my comfort zone even though it was not really what I wanted to do um, that I really felt some kind of way about doing the thing that he wanted me to do the fact of the matter is is I feel so much better knowing that I did it and that I obeyed him because the next time it will become easier for me to do something. I will do it with gladness. I will do it quickly. I will do it with great joy in my heart, knowing that he will be pleased and knowing that I want to be able to pass the test. We've got to realize a lot of times when God asks us to do things, it's a test. He's trying to see how much do you trust me? Will you quickly obey me? Do you trust me enough to do what I've called you to do? Do you trust me enough to apologize? Do you trust me enough to forgive? He's holding our feet to that same fire. And based on our response, based on the quickness of our obedience, that determines what God can trust us with in the future. So the things that we ask for in prayer, the things that we are seeking God to do for us, it's based on our obedience. It's based on the relationship, the greatest, most important accountability partner there is. Woo, my Lord, my Lord. So when we think about it from that perspective, then I think that it will change the way that um, we respond to things. And we'll do it so much quicker and with so much joy in our heart and just say, God, you know, I don't understand, you know, but I trust you that if you ask me to do this, that there is something great that is coming from this. And so, I, you know what? I'm doing it with my whole heart. I'm putting my best foot forward. I'm, I'm going all out. I'm going to do it exactly the way that you asked me to do it. And I know that through this, through me, 
something wonderful and miraculous is going to happen for that person. And I know that I will experience the overflow of it. Amen. Amen. So the first scripture that we're going to look at as we get ready to go into the transformative truths is 1 Corinthians 7 and 17. Um, If you've listened to this podcast any length of time, y'all know I love the Amplified version of the Bible. So that's the vibe, the the, uh, version that I'm looking at. 1 Corinthians 7 and 17 says, Only let each one live the life which the Lord has assigned him and to which God has called him. For each person is unique and is accountable for his choices and conduct. Let him walk in this way. This is the rule I make in all the churches. And so here we go with a perfect example of what God is telling us that he holds us accountable. Each person is unique and is accountable for his choices and conduct. We're all accountable. We have to give an account. That is not just something that we say in church. It is in fact true. There is a highlight reel. There may even be a long movie that is played when we get to heaven of all of the choices in our conduct. And so we must be mindful that we are being held to that standard in the eyes of God. And so We live the life that God has assigned us. We do the things that he's called us to do, but do it unique to how he's created us based on the gifts and talents and abilities. But know that we are being held accountable for our choices and conduct. So whether we obey him quickly, whether we delay our obedience, all of those things are being taken into consideration as we go forward in life. And when we feel that we're stuck and stagnant and God is not moving and does he hear my prayers, think about the things that you're doing. Are you obeying him? Are you listening? Are you forgiving? Are you doing the things that he is holding you accountable to do and be here in the earth? So when you ask yourself this question, I hope that these transformative truths will then help to shift the way that you think about all of these things and that that will then transform the way that you talk about these things and then ultimately transform the way that you show up uh, when you have your interactions with friends, family members, co-workers, your loved ones, your children, your spouses, you know, hopefully that will be the thing that has the great impact and influence on you to shift it and transform it. So here's the first thing. Accountability holds you to a standard. Point blank, period. You might not like it, but it does. People that you don't even realize are watching you. People that you don't even realize are listening to you, are paying attention They are holding you accountable. They have a standard that they are holding you to in their sight, in their eyes. There's a standard. There's a standard. There's even more so a standard that God is holding you to. We just read that in 1 Corinthians 7 and 17. Um, And so there is a standard. And we just need to accept that and move forward there's it, it's not going to change it's not going to be modified it's not going to be watered down dumbed down any of those things it is what it is so we just need to know that uh, and accept that accountability holds you to a standard the next thing is accountability keeps you focused and I love when God shared this with me because that is so true when you think about um 
being held accountable or having an accountability partner or someone that you may partner with as, as an accountability partner. M- one of my accountability partners, um, we, um, I, I, I text her today as a matter of fact and told her, you know, we're both kind of going through the same season. And I told her I was learning from her as she's going through the same thing that I'm going through, but I'm learning through her example. That's accountability. But that I was so grateful to be going through this season with her. Um, And so it keeps me focused because one, I know that I'm not alone. She knows that she's not alone. Two, we're able to keep each other focused, which leads me to my next scripture, which is Proverbs 27 and 17 a very familiar passage of scripture as iron sharpens iron. So one man sharpens and influences another. So because my sister and I are going through the, the same thing, God is, is pruning us in this season. We're able to sharpen each other. We're able to encourage each other. We're able to build each other up. We're able to talk it out and talk it through And stay focused on the prize. Stay focused on the high call, which is Christ Jesus. Stay focused on what we know God is calling us to do, uh, calling who, who God has called us to be and what God has called us to do. And so guess what? We sharpen one another. We positively influence one another. If I'm going a little to the left, I expect her to say, hold on, sis, I need you to come back. Mm-mm, we can't do that. I understand what you're saying, but that's that's not what we can. That's not what we're going to do. It's so important. It's so very, very important. And so the accountability keeps you focused. I always say, you know, God, just give us, you know, give me laser focus and tunnel vision. Keep my eyes only on you. Don't allow me to get uh, so distracted with looking to the left or the, to the right or to or to what's behind me. Help me to not be concerned about what's ahead of me, but just, you know, just focus on what's in front of me and help me to deal with that to the very best of my ability in the name of Jesus. Accountability keeps you focused. The next thing is accountability inspires and motivates others. Whether you realize it or not, again, I say others are watching you. They're listening. They're paying attention to everything that you do. And this same scripture applies to that even. Iron is sharpening iron. You are sharpening them. You know, you are challenging them that by your behavior, your actions, your your mindset, your attitude, your words, we pray that it is rubbing off on them, that it is positively impacting and influencing them in a way that they will step up to the plate and now do things differently. They will uh, change the way that they think, that they will begin to speak differently and that they will begin to show up differently because they've had that influence from someone else um, that has shown them the right way to to handle situations or to handle themselves or difficult people it motivates and inspires others remember someone is always watching they may never say a word to you they may never like one post that you post they may not ever like one picture they may not ever 
comment on anything that you do, but they are watching, they are listening, and it is having an impact. It is making a difference. So keep going in what you're doing. It's motivating and inspiring somebody to make that change. Accountability shows you are dependable, that you are trusted, and that you have integrity. When you allow yourself to be held accountable, one of my uh, friends at church, a big brother of mine at church, always says, you know, hold he always he'll say it hold me accountable if you see something that I'm doing let me know and and he'll say you know this is why I do certain things this is why I put myself in certain positions um to you know serve uh when there's an opportunity to serve in a certain way that may be very uncomfortable for him that's his way of holding himself accountable because he's you know before other people saying hey hold me accountable push me to strive for excellence, to reach the higher call, which is in Christ Jesus. Glory to God. And so just be mindful that it's it's saying that you are dependable. When you are accountable, that's saying, you know what? I can be trusted. That I can be respected. That I am that everything that I do is integritous. It's with honor. That I'm able to treat others with dignity. It's so important. And then when you are accountable, it's also letting God know, hey, you can trust me with this person. You can trust me with this assignment. You can trust me with the gift that you've put on the inside of you, me. I won't abuse it. I won't misuse it. I won't mishandle it. I won't I won't uh, manipulate it to get the things that I want. I won't um, you know, mistreat other people uh, because of this responsibility that you've placed on my life and God will know you know because of the fruit of your life but that's the power in accountability accountability also shows your willingness um, and reminds us that there is a mandate on our lives we have an obligation we have a responsibility Romans 14 and 12 reminds us, so then each of us will give an account of himself to God. And so we have to remember that, 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 that accountability that we have, and we have to give an account to us being willing to do what God has called us to do us uh, accepting the fact that there is this great mandate, this great commission, this great charge on our lives, knowing that we have to give an account, knowing that we are um, iron sharpening um, other iron um, that, that we um, are accountable based on our deeds and actions All of those things take us back to the fact that anything less we are showing ourselves to be irresponsible. And that is not a position that we want to be in. We want to always uh, show that we can be trusted, that we can be responsible with things. The things that God has called us to, to do, the things that he's assigned to us. You know, the things that 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 we uh, know that there are choices and decisions that we're going to have to make. There's a certain way that we have to conduct ourselves. We are accountable for those things. And so I pray that 
through having listened to this podcast and gotten these nuggets that there is something that will shift in the way that um, you look at accountability and not look at it as a burden, but the ultimate blessing. And that it's a blessing to you in a way like never before. It's a blessing to you in a way and in a perspective that you maybe did not see or understand. I'm coming into a realization, understanding even more so of the blessings and the benefits of accountability. When people come up to me and are very complimentary, I give God all the glory for that. It's not me myself, because to me, it's very off putting. It's very uncomfortable for me because I'm just a girl that is out here just trusting God, doing what he called me to do and trying to do it to the best of my ability so that he's pleased. And so when people give me positive feedback or encourage me, I understand that there's a responsibility I have. I understand that I have to give my very best, whether I want to or not, whether I feel like it or not, because I am obligated. I am obligated. I am persuaded to do what God has called me. I asked him to use me. So that means I'm going to be stretched and pulled and challenged in ways that I did not imagine. There are going to be things that are very uncomfortable and and concerning and alarming. But knowing that I trust God because he knew that was going to be the case when I said yes, I'm going to keep saying yes, I'll forever say yes, but trust that it will all work for my good because I love him and I desire to please him and serve him the rest of my life, it's going to turn out fine. So I have no problem being accountable. I have no problem you challenging me or questioning things because I always want to make sure that it comes from a place that is pure, from a place that is productive and that will help you to grow and blossom. Amen. Amen. Thank you so much for joining me for this um, episode of Transformative Talk with Coach V. I hope that you will join me next week where we have another brand new episode, where we have a brand new topic uh, as we continue this journey. I hope that you will go back and listen to the previous episodes and let them be a blessing to your life um, as you continue on your journey. I would love to hear any feedback that you have, questions, concerns, podcast topics. Send me an email at info at vanessaogreen.com. Make sure that you tune in every Monday at nine o'clock for a brand new episode. Catch my videos on TikTok at Coach V1 for inspiration on Mondays, Wednesdays, and Fridays that talk about the podcast, different perspective as God shares those things with me. I pray that you have an amazing week that God does something to simply blow your mind. And remember that today is a great day to be made new. And I am always, always rooting for you. Until next time.